this week from GNC Week in Review, powered by GeekNewsCentral.com. There's a lot of news from Amazon this week, including they are Amazon facing uh, facing questions about Amazon. Excuse me, they're facing questions about Ring. Excuse me. In other news, Apple breaks ground in Texas. Verizon expands its 5G coverage, plus AT&T brings 5G. For real, those are some of the tech news stories from this week, and it's Friday, November 22nd, 2019. My name is Kirk Corliss, and it's episode 45 of the GNC Week in Review podcast, proud partner of the all-new Tech Podcast Network. If it's tech, it's here. Thank you so much for tuning in for this week's episode. If you are a new listener, please be sure to subscribe to the podcast, where you can find on the right-hand side column at gncweekly.com. Be it Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, your favorite podcast app for Android, or on TuneIn, Spotify, or Stitcher. You have a comment, suggestion, want to say hi, being on social media or email, and that all can be found at gncweekly.com forward slash connect. We're going to jump in with the tech news from this week and from geeknewscentral.com. And in the show, uh, the show episode titled Amazon Palooza in the news this week. There is a lot of news from Amazon. So we're leading off with five U.S. senators sent Amazon a letter on Wednesday with questions about the data security of its net connected ring video doorbell. The letter signed by Democratic Senators Ron Wyden, Edward Markey, Chris Van Hollen, Chris Coons, and Gary Peters comes after vulnerabilities regarding the Amazon device were discovered earlier this month. The letter says, quote, millions of consumers use ring, ring devices routinely excuse me, routinely upload data, including video records, to Amazon servers. Amazon, therefore, hosts a vast amount of deeply sensitive data and video footage detailing the lives of millions of Americans. This threatens, this, excuse me, this footage could threaten U.S. national security if exploited by foreign national intelligence agencies, where the senators argue also, in addition to that, it is threatening the privacy and safety of Americans. The senator's letter pointed to the Wi-Fi vulnerability and reports last year that ring workers in Ukraine were able to watch people's videos without them knowing. The letter also says, quote, Americans who make the choice to install ring products in and outside their homes do so under the assumption that they are making the neighborhood safer. The American people have a right to know who else is looking at the data they provide to ring and if that data is secure from hackers. The lawmakers want response from Amazon's CEO, Jeff Bezos by January 6, 2020, including the following information. How many Ring devices have been sold in the U.S.? Whether Ring deletes video footage. How long data is kept? Whether footage is, whether footage is encrypted. What Ring's security testing and auditing practices are. How much access Ring employees have to footage and live feeds whether employees in Ukraine and other foreign nations have access, and also what Ring's plans are in regard to facial recognition. The center's letter also followed more than 10,000 people calling on Congress last month to investigate Amazon's surveillance, quote, empire. Uh, Ring said it's currently reviewing the letter but has no comment at this time. Amazon is also reportedly planning a big expansion for its cashier cashier less store format in 2020, according to Bloomberg. 
the uh, the company wants to open both larger supermarkets and smaller pop-up stores as early as the first quarter of 2020, both using the same Amazon, Amazon Go technology that creates a shopping experience without any checkout lines. Back in September... The information reported similar plans, noting that Amazon originally wanted to open between one and five larger Go supermarkets in 2019. Bloomberg notes that this next round of expansion could include Amazon licensing to its licensing its technology to rival retail retailers, some of which have investing in cashier-less tech of their own. Last month, GeekWire reported that the Amazon Go team is currently testing a larger source base in Seattle that's around 10,400 square feet in size. Bloomberg says the company eventually wants to have Go stores as big as typical supermarkets around 30,000 square feet. In addition to its Go stores, Amazon is reportedly planning to open a completely new grocery chain separate from Whole Foods, which it purchased in 2017. Also, Amazon had announcement that Amazon's Amazon free Amazon Music's free ad-supported plan is now available across Android, Fire TV, iOS, and even on the web. With this announcement, Amazon now joins a host of other music streaming services that offer a free ad-supported tier across the multiple platforms such as Spotify, Pandora, and YouTube Music. Previously, the service was only available on Echo devices. Now customers in the US, UK, and Germany can now enjoy access to Amazon Music on their favorite devices with out a subscription to Prime or Amazon Music Unlimited. Similar to most other ad-supported music services, you won't be able to request specific, specific songs or albums. Instead, you'll have access to a selection of top playlists and thousands of stations. Now, some of the play, playlists and stations available are All Hits, which is a playlist featuring the biggest songs in the world, Fuego Latino, which is a collection of the week's hottest Latin tracks, Country Heat, the ultimate playlist for today's country music fan. Uh, speaking of now, the holidays are coming uh, with uh, Thanksgiving coming. Uh, there is the and the Christmas season following. There is the holiday favorite stations uh, for those um, iconic songs that define the holiday season. Also, Rap Rotation. It's the new home for rap and heavy rotation. If you do attempt to play a specific song, the app will instead start a station based on the song with a prompt that on-demand listening is only available for unlimited subscribers. If you choose to become an unlimited subscriber, it will set you back $7.99 a month for Prime members or $9.99 a month for users without Prime. Besides requesting specific songs, an Amazon Music Unlimited subscription Subscription also gives you access to over 50 million songs, thousands of playlists and stations and other and offline downloads. Finally, closing out the Amazon news this week, uh, Amazon has also announced a new Fire TV accessory called the Fire TV Blaster. It's a $34.99 IR blaster that's designed to let you control hardware like your TV set or cable box using Alexa I didn't trigger anyone's devices, I'm sorry, uh, in concert with your existing Fire TV setup. The added IR blaster allows you even greater control over your TV setup through ALEXA, allowing you to switch inputs and control things like power, volume, and playback through Echo voice controls. The $35 accessory gives Amazon's other Fire TV hardware the similar TV controlling functionality that Amazon's IR blaster equipped Fire TV Cube already offers, 
but at a lower price and without requiring customers to redo their entire setup. Amazon already offers an IR-enabled ALEXA voice remote with its newer hardware, but the Fire TV Blaster offers a few other features like cable box control, as well as the added hands-free convenience of not needing to pick up the remote first. The hardware is pretty simple. It's uh, pretty simple. It's basically a small box with an IR blaster and a necessary Wi-Fi hardware to communicate with other Fire TV products. There's also an extra port to attach an IR extender to beam the single to beam the signal into hard to reach places. There is no speaker or microphone built in. Those functions are still handled by your regular ALEXA device. Amazon cautions that the Fire TV Blaster isn't a standalone isn't a standalone device. To use it, you'll need a compatible Fire TV device an Echo smart speaker, and a compatible TV soundbar set-top box, which the company promises it will have more details over on their support page. Amazon says that the Fire TV Blaster isn't compatible with Fire TV Edition televisions or soundbars. The Fire TV Blaster is available to pre-order now, and it's expected to ship on December 11th, either by itself for $34.99 or part of or as part of a $79.99 bundle that includes a Fire, Fire TV 4K streaming, uh, 4K streaming stick and an Echo Dot. Apple had announced that it has begun construction of its new Austin, Texas campus. The current MacBook, the current Mac Pro facility measures 244,000 square feet and employs around 500 people, while the new campus will be, will be very much larger. Apple says the new facility will have also have substantial capacity for further expansion. Apple says, quote, uh, has broken on its new $1 billion, $1 billion, 3 million square foot campus. The campus will initially, five, will initially house 5,000 employees with the capacity to grow to 15,000 and expected to open in 2022. Apple is steadily growing, is steadily growing in Austin with approximately 7,000 city, 7,000 employees in the city, more than a 50% increase in the past five years alone. Some local residents uh, have, had been that Apple was chopping down trees to make room for the Austin, Texas campus. The company has sought to address these concerns, promising to plant more than it has removed. The company also says it is on track to meet its 2018 promise to contribute $350 billion to the U.S. company by U.S. economy, excuse me, by 2023. This figure is exclusive of the tax payments the company makes. The company says it is the, it is the largest taxpayer in the U.S. Verizon is continuing its ever-so-gradual 5G rollout in three cities. The ultra-wideband ultra ultra wireless is now live in, quote, parts of Boston, Houston, and Sioux Falls, notably the carrier's 5G deployments in each state. As usual, though, there are some catches. In addition to needing a supporting phone, you'll have to venture to some very specific areas if you hope to take advantage of the extra speed. The initial service will primarily be available around major landmarks in each city. Boston's coverage will focus around Fenway Park, Beth Israel Hospital, and schools like Northeastern University and Harvard Medical School. Sioux Falls coverage will revolve around places like the Orpheum Theater and Washington Pavilion. And in Houston, it'll include patches of East Downtown, Uptown, and places like NRG Stadium and BBVA Compass Stadium, but not Minute Maid Park. You can get 5G when you're going to a Texans game, then 
uh, but not an Astros game. Verizon still plans to have 5G in over 30 cities by the end of the year. Take a pause for a drink. AT&T says it will roll out 5G service, not LTE-based 5G evolution, just 5G nationwide in 2020, but in the, quote, in the quote, excuse me, coming weeks. Tens of millions of customers will get access as it reaches markets like Indianapolis, Pittsburgh, Providence, Rhode Island, Rochester, New York, and San Diego. Pre-orders for its first, quote, low-band 5G smartphone, the Galaxy Note 10 plus 5G start on this coming Monday, November 25th, and access to the higher speed connection is included in two of his most recently launched plans, Unlimited Elite and Unlimited Extra. CEO Thaddeus Arroyo says, quote, we are now introducing consumers to the future of wireless with broad with broad 5G service included in our best unlimited plans for 5G devices like the Samsung Galaxy Note 10 plus 5G. This is all this is all in addition to AT&T's existing 5G Plus that serves businesses with MM Wave Spectrum and is, quote, even faster and higher performing in 21 cities, it is expected to reach, quote, parts of 30 cities with 5G by early 2020. Peter Adderton, founder of Boost Mobile, has expressed interest in buying back the prepaid wireless brand from Sprint. Speaking to Reuters on Monday, Adderton said that he would pay up to $2 billion for Boost Mobile, significantly higher than what satellite TV provider Dish Network is paying for Sprint's prepaid bands. T-Mobile and Sprint are expected to sell Boost and Virgin Mobile brands Dish Network for $1.4 billion. Along with the two prepaid wireless brands, Dish Network is also buying some wireless spectrum some wireless spectrum for $3.6 billion. However, Adderton still sees an opportunity to make the offer as T-Mobile and Sprint are currently renegotiating the terms of their merger agreement. Adderton believes that the merger between T-Mobile and Sprint would end up harming lower-income customers as it would result in prices going up in the future. He also questioned Dish's Dish's commitment to boost customers as as the company has said it had plans to build its five to build its next-generation 5G wireless network. He has uh, founded Boost Mobile in Australia in 2000 and brought the brand to the U.S. roughly a year later. In 2004, Boost Mobile sold its U.S. business to Nextel, which was then acquired by Sprint in 2005. 7-Eleven launched 7-Voice for Amazon A-L-E-X-A and Google Home, which means that as long as you have the 7Now app and an account login, you can order all the stuff you want all the stuff you want simply by asking, and it'll be delivered to you in less than 30 minutes. The app will automatically identify a customer's location and place their order with the nearest participating store. There's no minimum order, but deliveries delivery costs $3.99, although the first order you place through 7Now, voice, or otherwise is free. You'll be able to keep tabs on the status of your order using real-time tracking, too. If you are a A-L-E-X-A user, simply say A-L-E-X-A, enable 7Now, then go to Skills, 7Now Skill, Settings, Link Count, say A-L-E-X-A, open 7Now and start ordering. If you are on Google Home, so okay, if you're on Google Home, you would say, okay, 
G, talk to seven now and follow the steps on your phone to finish linking your account and you're ready to start ordering whatever your heart desires. Vizio is promising Android users that they'll be able to beam Disney Plus to their smart cast TVs by the end of the year. Currently, iOS users can cast the Disney Plus app to the TV using AirPlay 2, but Android users were left in the dark. Now, Vizio says it will roll out a Chromecast update beginning in early December that will allow Android users to cast the Disney Plus app to their Vizio smart cast TVs via the built-in Chromecast. Vizio is working to make the SmartCast TVs more appealing ahead of the holidays. The update will benefit iOS users as well. iOS streaming apps typically work with Chromecast 2, so if you prefer it, you should be able to choose between that and AirPlay 2 when the update arrives. Vizio says the Vizio says its ability to roll out an over-the-air Chromecast update proves that proves that TVs can last for years. Chief Technology Officer Bill Baxter says, quote, We want consumers to know that when they purchase a Vizio TV, it will keep its value for years to come. In the tech tips block this week over on theverge.com, uh, there's in the show notes, how to choose the right TV for your home. And they have a step-by-step guide on showing, for example, what resolution do I need, what size is best, um, OLED or LCD or QLED. Uh, also, um, it gives about the operating system, which TV features do you really need. Um, there's a great step-by-step guide um, from TheVerge.com in the show notes. Also in the show notes, um, from this is from AndroidCentral.com. When is the right time to buy a new phone? There's top tips for upgrading. Um, it could be the battery problems. It could be broken glass. Uh, things are slow. Um, there's uh, software support, so there's a great guide and tips on what to look for on upgrading a new phone. And finally, in the tech tips block over on Computer World, 10 easy steps to make Chrome faster and more secure. Uh, there's a great step, step-by-step guide on how to do that, um, starting off with um, uh, clean up your apps and extensions. Uh, put your mating add-ons in a microscope. Microscope, excuse me. Step up your tap tab management smarts, and so on. And that's all in the show notes over on GNCweekly.com. Uh, this week's episode. In the GNC WIR, what's trending this week over on Google Trends? Trending last week at number one with 2 million-plus searches, Steelers versus Browns fight. Trending on Twitter today with 120,000 tweets at number two. Bye-bye, hashtag, excuse me, hashtag bye-bye Elise. And lastly, trending on YouTube at number three with 810,000 views and the video, Elon Musk, the new Tesla, Elon Musk with the new Tesla Cybertruck launch. And I saw the video and that truck is scary looking and apparently is supposed to be indestructible. So a guy throw through a couple some rocks in a window. <laughs> the window shattered. <laughs> so I don't know if it's indestructible or not, but it's uh it's pretty it's uh it's weird looking and me personally I wouldn't buy a cyber truck 
Um, <laughs> wouldn't buy a Cybertruck anytime soon. <laughs> and finally, from the Pew Research Center, more than half of smart speaker owners in the U.S., 54% report saying, quote, please, at least occasionally to their AI assistants, with one in five or 19% saying please frequently. The question of AI politeness also breaks down gender lines, with 62% of women reporting they say please at least sometimes versus 45% for men. Experts have long noted that design choices for AI bots could have misogynist effects by reinforcing gender stereotypes. There was a report from the UN that noted earlier this year, quote, because the speech of most voice assistants is female, it sends a signal that women are docile and eager to please help her. And that is the tech news for this week for Friday, November 22nd, uh, 2019. Thank you so much for tuning in for this week's episode. Show notes from this episode can be found at gncweekly.com. Also, be sure to check out the latest tech news and commentary from geeknewscenter.com. And be sure to tune in Mondays and Thursday, Monday and Thursday evenings at geeknewscenter.com forward slash live for the Geek News Central podcast. And then this podcast, Friday evening at GNCWeekly.com, where you can subscribe on, subscribe on your favorite podcast app for the latest episode. If you have a comment, thought, want to say hi, I'd love to hear from you all, be it social media or email, Facebook, Twitter, um, excuse me, Facebook, Twitter, Gmail, um, can all be found at GNCWeekly.com forward slash connect. If you want to find out what I'm doing nowadays, please be sure to give me a follow. I am at Kirk Corliss, which is spelled K-I-R-K-C-O-R-L-E-S-S. So please be sure to give me a follow. I'll be back for another episode of the GNC Week in Review podcast. Till then, so long.